Hey, buddy. What's up, Rob? How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm I'm feeling invigorated a little bit. Invigorated? Yeah, man. Why? Um, I don't know. Yeah, no, actually, just I kind of went from like a bit of like a downswing at some point, like mid early yesterday. Uh-huh. And it just I don't know. The last like 24 hours, maybe 36 hours, whatever. It's just kind of just kind of swung the other way a little bit. Why the downswing though? Oh, just normal life stuff, you know, like nothing, nothing like out of the ordinary. I'm just kind of like, oh shit, you know, I made this move. I'm like, I was just kind of like, oh, I'm kind of like, just find solo a little bit, you know, like some days feel like that more than others. Right. Okay. You know, so some some difficulty with like you know, you know, I guess thinking of like the solo part, right? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's normal as fuck. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. It's kind of like oh, I was just kind of feeling that, but I was like, oh, this kind of sucks, like. You know, you're, you're you're not thinking as clearly. I'm not like, oh, how can I be, like, productive? Like, what should I do with my time? Just kind of, like, just, like, feel shitty for, you know what I mean? You just kind of, like, dwell on it for a little bit. And I was like, okay, yeah, all right. But, um, no, I don't know. I actually, I don't know if I thanked you, but I, I saw the, um, like, like bit of, like, a like care package, like, box that, like, you and my brother and the, my folks sent. And that, like, the, you know, it was, like, Simon stuff and fucking house stuff and camping stuff. And that was like uplifting overwhelming and definitely uplifting i was like oh geez what am i fucking bitching about i'm so lucky right right yeah sometimes it's just like like you'll forget like you just you feel like you're so alone in this world sometimes and then like one small thing will happen and you're like fuck like people do care (laughs) that's so stupid they even you know what i mean like we're first yeah like yeah you you, you feel dumb for almost thinking that you're just like how could i have even like how could i even thought that like i feel like there, there's times where you're just like, oh, there's like nobody around me, and then like, really, if you just like pick up your phone, you could probably text the Literally. first like the last like ten people you didn't touch with, and you could probably just call them, have a conversation if you wanted to, or go out with them or whatever you you know. So preach, brother. Yeah. So yeah, so I, don't know, I was kind of I was kind of writing that, and then I was like, weird, yeah, I don't know, it gave me like some energy, like some motivation. I was like, you know what, fuck, I'm gonna like crush a couple of things on like. The, the, the bit of been on the back burner, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, it'd be cool to like do this little project or like learn how to do this or like get like, you know, like, do like this fucking little course or something, right? So I kind of just checked some boxes of uh, things that I was like, I don't know why I put them up for so long. I just like put my head down and I got some shit done. I was like, oh, fuck, now I'm feeling like real good. Uh, and then today uh, I made some strides on just like something at work that was like really cool. Like, again, like a creative project, which I think I just like need to make a bigger effort to just like find ways to like work these creative things. Cause I'm not like a fucking artist or anything, right? Like I'm definitely not creative in that way, but like, you know that. Um, no, I disagree with you. Okay, sure. <laughs> I, okay. okay maybe, maybe in like, maybe in like the traditional sense, you're not an artist. Like I don't picture as you like someone who would like pick up a paintbrush and like do something, but I definitely see it as like creative. And like, I think creative goes beyond just like your artistic scope and you can be creative in like, solving problems or uh you know finding ways to interact with people i think creativity really spans like beyond sometimes what the traditional sense is so and you're definitely creative <laughs> like well, for sure and i can see that in your videos and like look at look at the old stuff you used to do in your videos like I, the thing i always think of i i love <laughs> i love this project the build nye project you did when you were in high school <laughs> 
Like, I don't know. That to me just kind of proves it that you, you hit it off at, a, at an early age. Well, thanks. I mean, yeah. it does mean a lot. Cause I think I've always kind of been like unable to validate myself in that type of world. I'm like, Oh, like I could like do some, you know, some school stuff. And like, does that mean you're smart? You know? And like, I'm not, I was never like the most athletic person by any means. It's kind of like, what is my, you know what I mean? Like, look, at least am I artistic or something? Like, yeah. So I don't know. I think a lot of people maybe think about that, but for me personally, thank you. Uh, got yeah, you. Like, I've got a little bit like finally made some headway on something today that I was working on, like just literally a, a podcast. So yeah, funny we're having this conversation and we're nice. quite self-aware of the fact that we're, you know, like recording this because sometimes we have some good chats and like, all right. Hey, this could be one of them. Cool to put that out. Yeah, fuck, I hope so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so all that and then it kind of just, it's funny how your life kind of like, it like frames itself in a way sometimes where it can be sometimes like shit for a bit and then you keep your head down. But, you know, for me, I just kind of, I just kind of, Finally, it was like above water for a bit, got some shit done. And then today we went to uh, some coworkers. We're like, oh, we're going to go to Grouse Mountain, which is kind of like the mountain in Vancouver. Like it's relatively close to the city. So everyone just kind of goes out there. You could like take a bus or it's like not a very long drive. But people will go like after work. Some people go before work, which I think is nuts. Um, and you just kind of hike up. And it's like this crazy ass hike. Uh, and so I, I had done it because everyone was like, it's like the thing to do in Vancouver. So, you know, I had, had done it a couple of times, twice before today. And I went up today and I was like, hey, like my goal is going to be, you know, like this, which I was like, it's like ambitious compared to like what I did last time. And, uh, nice. Uh, yeah. I just, I, you know, what? Did- I just, I smashed it. Like I smashed it. And I was just like, fuck, like I'm, I need to be like what you know you, just, you get a couple of wins in a row and you're just like i gotta string something awesome out of just like the head state that i'm in right now because you know it goes the other way too right and there's definitely weeks where you just take like a bunch of l's like whatever it is and you're just like i literally like can't do anything you're, you know i guess it affects your mental health and all that yeah so i don't know i was just thinking about because you told that's so interesting you bring that up because this is something i've been thinking about too lately and I think success comes to – I think people who are successful are the ones who are able to pivot back towards a positive state of mind quickly. Interesting that you would say that. So somebody at work kind of – and, you know, brought, this came up at like kind of um, like one of those like corporate kind of like checkup meetings where everyone's just like, okay, this is like where the company's at, blah, 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 one of those things. And, you know, some people are like, there's various levels of kind of engagement in those things. Some people are just like, I really don't care. Um, so other people are like kind of bought in and they're like, all right, let's talk about this. And so the the one boss over there and, you know, she, I think makes like, she does a good job of kind of trying to steer people in sort of like a direction of like mindfulness, right? She's like more into that than like, you know, like rigid schedules or, you know what I mean? Crap like that, um, which I think is going to be like long-term good for the team. But uh, anyway, so she was talking about the concept exactly like what you described, um, and she's kind of calling it staying above the line is the way it was described. The line. The line. And so, like, cool. the line, you know, it, some people misunderstood it, I think, and thought that, like, the line is, like, oh, like, when you're, like, in the shit and, like, you're really busy and it's, like, really hard, you're, like, below the line. Um, and then, but that's not, I don't, that wasn't what she meant. It's, like, below the line, you could be not busy at all, right? You could be actually ha- fucking having a relatively speaking, like, great day. But for some reason, you're like kind of being negative. You're like blaming other factors. You know what I mean? You're not taking responsi- 
responsibility you're kind of being you know like sour to, you know you're taking it out on other people like that's all kind of like being blah 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 um and she was saying like hey like when things suck it's it's hard not to be like a blah 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 line as she's saying but you know you gotta fucking go out of your way like train yourself really just it is kind of just practice and it feels like okay if this is you know i think such significant effort to like get out of that headspace that some people would be like i'm just gonna be miserable because it's just easier because yeah i think it does get easier over time and so that's kind of echoing what you're describing okay so this is what i wanted to call you also okay wait can i just make a side note because i have i have a thought right now about that spit it out <laughs> the funny <laughs> you know what <laughs> billy madison okay. you know you know when billy madison when that coach is the the coach is teaching him how to like be a better golfer and he's telling him to be in his happy place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is actually so relevant. It's so funny, but it's actually so true at the same time. Because if you're able to change your state of mind, everything just seems to kind of work out. And when things don't work out, it just doesn't really seem to matter. Um, so okay. that's my thought on that. Very interesting. Um, it's funny I, I, think, I, did I, I don't know if I told you I watched Waterboy last night so I'm kind of thinking about Adam Sandler already in my head you know <laughs> I in my head I was like I have I've seen Waterboy right in my mind I'm like for sure I've watched this movie because I'm, I know all the jokes and blah, blah blah and it feels like it was so long ago that I'm like of course some of it's fuzzy I don't really remember the plot so I flick it on two minutes in I'm like I've never fucking seen this movie in my life damn I don't know if I I think I have but it's been a long time I was sure. And so, yeah, but yeah, it's funny how things like that get like ingrained. Okay, so Billy Madison. Yeah, that's definitely like a classic. Adam Sandler is like just ahead of his time. This guy's a G. Oh, sorry. If I say Billy Madison, I meant, um, what's the golf one? Happy Gilmore. I'm sorry. I meant Happy Gilmore. <laughs> oh, Billy Madison's the other one where he's like. Yeah, Billy Madison's the other one. I'm a Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Right, right. Sorry. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least like two people like, have already, if anyone like, if anyone for some reason in their day like, decided to listen to this. And at least two people have like already commented prematurely. <laughs> like, I, I was just thinking that I'm like, yo, someone just like clicked off this video and was like, like a rage quit. And I'm like, willing to believe he that. doesn't know anything about Adam Sandler movies. Oh, yeah, fuck these guys. I'm I'm very confident that one of them, Allison Hurley, if you're listening, um, hopefully not Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, no, I find it very unlikely that he will ever catch wind of just like a conversation with our cousin. <laughs> um. Okay, yeah, so I was thinking about all this kind of stuff, and weirdly, I was like, you know what? Like, Rob just went on this, like, spiritual retreat journey that you just kind of... Wow, that sounds epic. I, I wouldn't call it that, but thank you, yeah. It's literally what you did, which I think also is, like, shout out, because that's fucking mindful as shit to be like, I'm just gonna... Like, man, it doesn't occur to most people, but I'm just gonna go isolate myself for a bit and just have some thoughts. Um, because, yeah, you're right, like, keeping yourself above whatever, but also just kind of mind... Like, just being, like, a state of mind in general... Like, when you're working 9 to 5 every day and then, like, you book stuff after or you have, like, your girlfriend or your partner or whatever or whoever to kind of deal with in the evening. Deal with. Like, you know, you have, like, you have, like your life like, kind of, like, for maybe, like, a week or two at a time. Yeah, you really know kind of in a state of mind where you can even best, right? So kind of, like, just go. You're maybe, like, cognitively, not necessarily, like, exhausted, but certainly, like, at capacity. Yeah, then you can kind of only see like the things that are in front of you, and like maybe that includes like a day planner or even like a set of goals. But you're open to like kind of, you know, like you're kind of like sensory receptors are not open to 
maybe just like other factors that you're like, oh, I didn't think of this, or like even sometimes your own like emotions, right? You don't kind of assess them or even like recognize them at the time. Okay, so yeah, so, so just walk me through exactly what you did, because I know you just like literally went to a lake for like a night, but literally, what did you do? Why did you do this? Okay, so um, this is actually, okay, you know what? Interesting, this is actually related to our conversation. So uh, it's like the initial conversation. So I've been want I've actually been wanting to just like get away. I want to get away from the city and the noise and just like be in a bit more peace of quiet. But really, I just wanted to be in a spot that was a, like a little bit more distraction free where I could um, do some reading, but also some goal planning and self-reflection. And basically, the idea for me was to um, basically look at, like, what I've done, where I am, and where I want to be, and create some new goals for myself, and just pivot myself back, or not back, but pivot myself in, a, in the direction I, I want to be going in. Um, so I figured this would be a great way to do something more long-term, because I do take, I try to take time every week to just take a look at, like, what I've done the week before, but I rarely do these larger type sessions where... Um, I'm focusing on the next year to five years and even just thinking about like, hmm, like what would the, what, what would 20 years from Rob want to be doing or where would he want to be? Yeah. And don't think, you know, like I don't, I don't try to put like too much pressure on the details of the very far ahead, like the 20 year, like basically for my 20 year, I'm just kind of like conceptually like, who do I want to be as a person? And then I kind of work backwards from there. So right. that's why I wanted to come out here because I just thought it would be a really good spot to unwind <laughs> and get a good feel for that. So you're still there? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. I'm here for I'm here for two nights and then tomorrow night I'm headed up to Collingwood. But I'm meeting up with a buddy there. So okay. that'll be more of just like a, like a vacation, like relaxing type thing. Cool. Yeah. You're just like doing like a bunch of LSD and like smoking weird strains of pot or what? Um, no LSD, though, like, to be honest, like, this was a consideration, but I decided not to. I think that'd be, like, a little bit too intense. Plus, I'm also, like, alone in a spot that I'm, unco- like, unfamiliar with, so... So if you just, say like, have this, like, wicked... Bad- would not recommend that. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I've been, I've been, um, I've been using my, uh, my, my tools, so to say... Um, resourcefully. Hey, you so, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, I, I do, but like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cognizant of um, like how much and when. So, you know, I'm trying to find the right balance between all that, you know, all right. but it does help. It does help for me in terms of um, like, I think it does really help in opening my mind and it gives yeah. me a little bit of a different perspective, like when I'm in that state. So, um, it's important to be aware of that state, but also, you know, I, I can see how people can easily get caught up in constantly to being in that state. And that's just not productive at all. True. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, so yeah, you, you, you're baked. Hey, you got like the munchies right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Not right now. I'm, I'm, good. I'm actually, I'm actually just sipping on some wine. I'm having uh... Me too. I'm having a friend. Oh, nice. Raw. I'm having a nice cab sove. Hey, we're uh, right. from the vintages section, actually. Mine's from just the French section, as low as possible. Uh, ah, nice. Literally the cheapest French wine. I'm pretty sure it's a cooking wine, but it's decent. <laughs> <laughs> it's French, so it should be all right, right? They bon. Salut. Salut. Cheers. Oh, yeah.
Um, but you actually caught me in the middle. I was actually doing um, Pilates. So one of the things I wanted to do was, so I've talked about Jordan Peterson with you, right? Yeah, who is this dude? Like, what's up with him? Okay, this, okay, so. I'm a quick. I, I, I'm, so, I, so the stuff I saw about him first was, like, his intellectual things on, on, on YouTube. And I'm pretty sure I saw him, it was just, like, a related video from either, like, a Gary Vee or Tony Robbins video I was watching. I saw this Jordan Peterson guy come up. I don't know if it was an interview he was having with one of those two. I don't think he had an interview with Gary Vee. If anything, it would have been Tony Robbins, maybe. But maybe he was just mentioning one of those guys. Anyways, um, really like what he had to say. It was like, He had a lot of like intellectual and philosophical stuff to say. Word. So I became interested in what he had to say. And he's, he's really um, a proponent of... Um, he's a psychologist. And he talks a lot about self-development and educating yourself. Um, but he also talks about, um, like ideologies and viewpoints and, um, well, actually that, that's a separate topic, so I won't get to that. So I'll, I'll stick to more of the psychology, psychological stuff. Cool. I found out that he on his website has, um, a few interesting, um, tools to help you basically get to know yourself better. Uh, one of them is the simple personality test. Classic. Uh, um, what's that? Classic, I said. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm like, a uh, grain of salt with those because, you know, depending on what state you're in, how you answer the questions, like, you get totally different results. But it seemed to be structured in a way that was quite smart in order to prevent bias. So I was interested in taking it. So I took it and I was actually like, kind of surprised with some things, but pleasantly surprised with other things. And I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, I would be but what's that? God, having known you my whole life. Having worked quite closely with you at uh, points, I would love to read what you got and see if I'm surprised. That'd be good too. You know, I will share that with you. So, I will share that okay, with so you because I'm, like, I'm curious. This like, what's this guy's whole jam? Like, someone, what's his whole jam? Someone, his whole jam is just like be a better human. Like in a nutshell, that's what his jam is. Is he coming at it from like a health perspective or more of like a like an existential fucking? I need to, you know. Yeah, both, B- both, and like honestly, like very well balanced in both. Interesting. He talks about things that he talks about things as simple as like if you're feeling anxious, go have a snack because like maybe you're just hungry. But he also talks about things like complex ideas, like how do we achieve our own meaning and where does it come from? Snap. Yeah, so it's like very two different sides. It's also like okay, wow, like he has a good scope on the whole the whole narrative, I guess, when it comes to. I'd say, like, you know, like, what it is to live your best life. Um, and he does have a book out um, about that. That's called, like, 12... What's the coupon code? 12-something. 12, 12 uh, I haven't got the email yet from him, so I don't know. <laughs> you have... I don't know, but he has a book out, and I'm I'm interested in reading it. Did you abandon Cart to, uh, to get a discount? Uh, okay, so funny enough, when I actually... I... So another thing he has is called the self-authoring program. Yeah. And you... Basically, the idea of the program is... Um, you're writing about your present virtues, your faults, and then you're also writing about your past and where you want to be. Uh, and so far, I completed the virtue section today. I'm, I'm doing the fault section right now. Um, and I did get a coupon code for that, which was quite nice. Um, but anyways, that's what I'm doing right now. So I'm interested to see yeah. uh, what that will come to once I'm complete. Yeah. And it's a bit of a lengthy process. Like yeah. the first, the virtue section took me 
basically, I'd say about two hours to complete. Um, and it's just writing and you're just thinking critically basically of yourself and like past experiences you've had and how they relate to basically a set of virtues that you selected in the program and you're writing about that. Um, so it's good. It's basically a good reflection. And that's why I wanted to also come out here and complete that. Cause I just thought this would be a, a really good space to do that. It's super cool. So yeah, yeah. So you're kind of going to like sort this out, I guess. Um, like what you get like instant, kind of, is there like results to this or it's literally just more of a kind of like a journaling kind of like device type of deal. You know what? Funny enough, I actually, I actually don't know. Um, <laughs> He's like, I'm just doing. Thing. <laughs> I don't know. I actually, it, it might be that I complete the whole thing. It's just like cool. Like you wrote all these things. Like go reread them, and you'll discover some cool shit. And like honestly, that's good enough for me. If I complete everything, and at the end, it like has some kind of result for me, I'll be, I'll be surprised. But really, I think it's just an exercise to. They ask you the right question. It asks you the right questions in a set of ways where you know, you're, you're critically analyzing yourself. Yeah. So I think just having that is, that's where you get the value from. That's pretty cool. These are normally things I wouldn't be asking myself or listing myself. So it's good to have someone kind of force me into that spot. Scene, scene, scene. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's basically the, the retreat I had and uh, still having. Yeah. And uh, I planned to do a little bit more reading, but I actually didn't really get a chance to. I've just been really working on that so far. Um, watching some some videos um, of Jordan Peterson as well online talking about um, some really cool meetings he had at Oxford University about uh, finding the meaning of life. And I was like, whoa. Like, he, he touches upon a lot of philosophers and even some, um, like, some religious ideologies and, like, how those have helped shape our you study like virtues. religion or like philosophy like in any part of school you know what i didn't i wish i kind of did because i'm realizing how deep that goes and i'm really fascinated yeah, by I it she would really now like I, I took like some just some like fundamental courses and that stuff yeah i wouldn't say that i apply most of it in daily life like that's not well i don't think that's like the point of kind of you know but just yeah like the concept of like a paradigm shift was something that never came up in any other, like I had courses like data analysis and blah, blah, blah. No one ever talked about like a paradigm shift and what that is. Um, and maybe, you know, what that is, but like, just maybe I'm just like, let me just talk out loud. Like the concept of um, like an instant or a moment, or even if it's like a kind of like, uh, like a cumulative sort of experience, like over time, you kind of gradually, have this paradigm shift like what it is is it just you have this profound just like shift not necessarily like a 180 but you literally go from like i definitely thought this was a thing to holy crap it's totally different that's literally that's just like generally what a paradigm shift is yes like that is very much like you can't reach that if you're not like open to you know like other people's opinions or like um you know unpopular beliefs you know what i mean like things that you gotta like hear shit you can't if you just drown out everything you don't agree with then it's very difficult to kind of have that type of experience and it took a while actually because we were like really young when we were being kind of taught that and i remember just the teacher being like like really trying to like bang it over people's heads like listen like it doesn't mean like someone just changed your mind it means like you had a fundamental belief like for it was like something as like deep as like you genuinely for your whole life, we're like, 
water is blue, right? You're like, it's blue. Yeah. What do you mean it's blue? And someone's like, oh, it's actually the reflection of the sky, blah, blah, and then like all this whatever science. And you're like, holy crap, like water is transparent. You know? <laughs> I get exactly what you're saying. Right? It, it's, it's- and I've, I've had those in my life. And I, I can actually, the most vivid one I can recall, um, and this one, you know, may, see off- may seem offensive to some people, but I okay, well, grew up in a very traditional Christian Catholic household. Fair. Okay, yeah. So... We both fucking virtually did. We both did, right? Yeah. So when I was in my early 20s and someone was making the argument that a child doesn't necessarily have to be raised by a man and a woman. It could be raised by a man right. and a man or two women, you know, as long as they have, like, the right parenting yeah something that like now i think i think we'll agree is like kind of duh but yeah yeah no but, growing like, up, back then to me that was like that was like that was a paradigm shit that's like, what i'm saying yeah you're a kid like you're raised catholic and also that like it seems like it was seems like it was you know not that long ago but like the, but really it wasn't like it was over time right like shit was like shit was fucked up shit was oppressive as you know what i mean like it was awful for people yeah that's what, that was only like I'm I'm talking like five six years ago. Okay. Like that's not a long time. That's that's a very short amount of time yeah. to have that kind of a, like a radical shift. Yeah. Well, not, and I, I'm sure I wasn't the only one. I'm sure lots of people yeah, yeah. went through that kind of paradigm shift at that point too, right? Yeah, and five six years ago, for anyone like like not that Rob figured this out, like five six years ago that like <laughs> getting better for like the LGBTQ plus, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob. But it was like a so like like society started to shift, like. You can see the pattern. Like, I'm not, I wasn't the only one who was like, oh, yeah, that, that's okay. Like, more people started to feel that way, yeah, too. Yeah. This is your- so it's interesting to see how our culture and how our society changed in that sense, too. So that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like us being like children at the time when we were just kind of like, oh, like, is this this way? Or like, oh, it's actually, it could be different. Yeah. Like, it, you know, we're a little bit more like malleable and like fluid in our beliefs and like, oh, okay. And oh, I guess that could be that way. Um, uh, but I think for someone who maybe at the time even was like older or not like, you know what I mean? Like once you've been through like a bunch of shit, I think it's increasingly difficult to sort of keep an open mind if you're not doing it like consciously. Right. Like just, yeah, I don't think most people just naturally have like a disposition to being like, Oh, I want to hear every person's opinion all the time. Like people kind of just want to do, you know, like, everybody wants to be right. And like, eh, it's like a, maybe an ego thing to it too. But, um, yeah, I wonder where that comes from myself, actually. Yeah. Because, like, you know, some people are just so stubborn, and they really hold, hold on to their egos, and it's just about being right. And I, I do wonder, what is it that happens to a person, or what does it take for a person to shift from being closed-minded to open-minded? I'm sure there's a number of factors, but I'm wondering if there's anything that comes to mind for you. Um, hmm. Okay, well, okay, so I'm not, like, rigidly, like, a believer in, like, Maslow's kind of hierarchy of needs, if that's something that you feel like you're familiar with. But basically, it's like, yeah, it, it, maybe you've seen like the, the graphic of like the pyramid, and it's like, oh, most, you know, first you need to make yeah. sure that you've got fucking. I, I, I'm quite a, I, I, I'm a proponent of that. I think it's quite accurate. Right. I, I, just, I just think that it, it, it kind of, there's, it's more, I don't think it's, it's a little bit too rigid of kind of like a model. Overall, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I buy it. I buy it. I'm not like, oh, this is like totally stupid and backwards. It's like, uh, I just think it's like a little more complicated than that, but yeah. So generally, it's like I, I agree. Okay, yeah, I agree with you. You're saying yeah, it's not it's not clear cut. Exactly. Yeah, I think each of the things is like kind of on a spectrum and also very relative and all that. 
So, yeah, so yeah. if somebody's like, oh, yeah, I'm like freaking literally starving. Okay, well, that person, you know, they probably are not super worried about like being enlightened. You know what I mean? <laughs> and if they have like some conservative beliefs that they grew up with, it's not taught, not necessarily a priority for them when they're starving to like, you know, shift that. Or actually the other, the other word that was kind of um, top of mind for me was uh, talking about like the paradigm shift is also um, the concept of like an epiphany, right? Which is more of like a, like a eureka kind of moment. But when I hear the word epiphany, I kind of, one has kind of like, I think of like a bit of a religious connotation, maybe, um, maybe just for me. And definitely for like two, it just seems like epiphany is like this like huge thing that kind of seemingly comes out of nowhere as far as like a realization. It's like, and that's why I say it has like a religious connotation because in my mind, it's like this divine, like you just all of a sudden realize something. Yeah. Whereas much more like this, what we're kind of talking about this like paradigm shift of like eventually you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this whole thing I think comes more. Well, I, th- I think I think both of us are big believers of causation, and that's why that we also have that perspective too, right? Causation. What do you mean? Ah, uh, well, just like something has to happen in order for that to occur. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely am not just like oh, everything just spontaneously happened. And- Right, like I'm definitely not a believer of like uh, of destiny and fate and all that stuff. Yeah, like, and, I, and if you spend some time now with like your philosophy and stuff, like you'll read about things, and I think you'd be super into this. Um, you should definitely check it out. But there's kind of a spectrum of this of what's called determinism, right? So there's sort of like a hard determinism um, where literally someone's like every single thing is like mathematically, you know what I mean, like any any range of like emotions or free will like there is no free will basically any range of like emotion or behavior is all kind of calculated and based on you know like predictable occurrences whether it's you know and some of them are internal external people whatever but like the like reality basically for like the full duration of time is like predetermined ever since things were like set into motion by whatever which is like a whole other conversation right yeah, yeah we're talking, that, that is yeah. out of nowhere like that's yeah like weird big bang thinking itself so yeah so that's kind of like a hard determinism versus like more of a soft determinism right where it's kind of like okay like things can be you know there's kind of maybe a variety of ways things could go and you can kind of choose things but nine like pretty much most of life you can't control no matter how much like effort you put behind it like things are kind of just gonna be okay um which i'm not saying that like either is necessarily like winning or losing thinking but that's just i don't know there's one thing you might want to like read and be like oh it's kind of like cool it's like even think of it that way because i think a lot of people live kind of like a hard sort of determinist life in a way right where they're just like i'm helpless and this ties back to everything you were just you were saying about like being like below the line and like have just thinking like, yeah, I can't, I can't do this. And you blame other things. And you're like, yeah, this is because of this. You don't feel like you have any like agency. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's no free will. And I don't think people are like saying it, you know, necessarily in that way, but it's just like, I can't help this. I can't fix this. I'm, you know, like everything's against me. And in a lot of cases that's like super fair, right? Like a lot of people are, you know, marginalized, whatever. Right. And that's like fucking super valid. Right. I would never try to like explain that away, but, um, you know, like the, I think just to kind of like concede, to concede is kind of like, that's a conscious choice, right? So here's what I struggle, I, mean, I don't know if I struggle with this, but here's my thought on it. It's, I think people who believe in destiny and fate 
are poised to never challenge themselves and go against said fate destiny. So I don't know. I mean, okay. If you're a true believer of that, then if something bad happens to you, then you're just like, well, it was meant to happen to me and that's the way it is. And then you'll just continue leave, living in that state rather than if you're a believer of free will, then you'll realize something bad happened to you, but you will say to yourself, well, I can change this. Uh-huh. Okay. I see that. But you know what? I'll tell you. I know people who are like super bought into this idea of like a destiny, you know, or like a, um, like fate, uh, and some in like a religious sense, some others, and they act, they don't, I don't think that it like inhibits them from challenging themselves. In fact, sometimes I think that like believing in yourself is not the exact same thing as being optimistic. You know what I mean? It's not the same thing as being, um, like fully like you know like self-actualized or like having like full free will or like not believing in destiny for example or like you know like a deterministic kind of fate i think a lot of people who have a belief in like a destiny or fate they actually use that because they have so they believe it with such like conviction that no matter what hits them no matter what happens they're like no no it's gonna be fine because you know, my, my fate or my destiny is like this. Often it's maybe more of like an end point that they're just like, I'm destined to like crush this shit. It doesn't matter what happens. Nothing can stop me. And so it actually gives people like tremendous strength in some cases. Like I've seen that. Um, huh. Not for me, but that's because I just don't frankly just believe in, that's just me personally, or like I don't believe that there's kind of like an end of the road that's sort of defined for me. I'm like, it's what I make of it. But if you, so if you're someone who's like, no, yeah, like I'm gonna do this because you know, nothing will stop me because that's literally my destiny. And I don't even, nothing can stop it. Not even me uh, versus nothing can stop me. And like, I'm going to do it. I think that the end result could be like kind of the same. Like I think both can be super winning mindsets. I suppose so. Right. I, I get. I, I guess the commonality to share is if both outlooks are positive, then the result will be the same. True. In other words, if you're like, yo, my destiny is just to be shit and I suck. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, 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 but you, you'll have the same result as someone who believes in free will, but also thinks... That they suck. Oh, man, I suck. Exactly, right? So, yeah. so perhaps, perhaps it's actually irrelevant, ir- irrelevant. So really, I mean, maybe the whole conversation is just relevant. Maybe it just comes to back again to state of mind or it, or your, your outlook. Is it possible that the deepest question plaguing humanity since the dawn of man is irrelevant? <laughs> On, <laughs> okay, so this is something that took me by grasp. It was last week. Um, it was it was it was the concept of I was comparing the concepts of existentialism, nihilism, and absurdism. And I came across absurdism, and I was so interested by it. And I'm trying to remember what um, philosopher was it? Carl Jung? I don't know. Let's say okay. Let's say it was Rob Hirkdahl. I think it was Carl Jung. Anyways, basically. His thought was that life is meaningless, but it's also meaningless to... I'm trying to articulate this correctly. 
meaningless. Therefore, you have free will to do whatever you want. But it is impossible to truly know if there is meaning or no meaning in life. Therefore, basically, <laughs> live the life you want. Because there's no way of finding out if there's meaning or no meaning. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's, I think it was the gist of it. I, I, okay. I, I might be wrong, but. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely, definitely familiar with like nihilism, which is like definitively there is no meaning to life and like let's all. Like the point of living is dying. The point right? of living is dying and we're like a virus yeah. and blowing. <laughs> yeah, okay, like, cool. okay. Like, Thank you, Agent Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Matrix. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Absurdism. Uh, look. Look it up. I, it, it's a, It's an interesting topic. Yeah. And it, it just it boggled me because I was like, how? Because I read it and it was like, yeah, it was like it was like, the 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 takeaway was that it was a positive notion. Whereas like for nihilism, it's like, oh, that's just such a negative outlook. But for absurdism, it was basically, yes, life could be meaningless, but that's good news for you. <laughs> I was like, huh. I was like, that's an interesting way of looking at Surprise. it. <laughs> you win. I think. Yeah. Do things. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. It's like do things. Cause it's like, okay, well, I guess I should just live my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck it. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> eat dessert first. Get crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Super into that. So, okay. Wow. Yeah. If you, you covered like a wide range of, uh, kind of like of thinking like how's your brain feel after this couple days uh really i've been on this brainwave for like a while i've been just thinking a lot but i love it like it's um i don't know it's it it makes your life really interesting that way yeah and you start and you're just you're more the more i the more research i do and the more i read and listen to about other ideologies and point of views the more my mind i feel opens up i frankly i just i just i feel just more intellectual and like that that may be true or not but at least i, I feel that way and i just I, I i like that i like that i feel like every day has something new for me and you aren't any more like you aren't technically any smarter than you were before you thought about that it's just like now i know how little i know <laughs> but just yeah just that. But I think I think that is wisdom in a way, yeah. right? That's a, that's another <laughs> philosophy thing too. Is like, um, I'm, there's definitely an expression. I don't remember who this was by any means. I'm not, I guess we're not like fucking trying to just like quote people. We're trying to one up each other. Like, well, this philosopher <laughs> said this. Just dropping names. Um, yeah, like, like which philosopher had the sickest mixtape? Um, no, yeah. So there's this thing: it's the unexamined life is not worth living. Is that's like a bit of like a cliche sort of like philosophy quote. Um, yeah, like I said, I forgot where it's from, but like I think I totally buy into that. You know, the more you kind of, the more you do, sort of like read into things and take time to, you know, it's one thing to like familiarize yourself with, you know, just like the concepts. Like it's not you're not studying for like a test. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I know that this is this, and this blah, blah blah. But the more you kind of like explore these these thoughts that legit some pretty smart ass people had, you're kind of like, oh shit, like that totally applies to me, and it kind of helps you map sort of your own whether it's like your own beliefs or even just kind of, you know, your own decision making. And and maybe you do have like a paradigm shift and you're like, you know what? All I had to do was like read about this kind of idea. And like, it totally changed like the way I think, which crazy enough changes like the way you act, which crazy enough changes everything that is kind of the product of your life. Weirdly. Right. 
Yeah. yeah. To me, it was that simple. I mean, like, what could be wrong from obtaining more points of views? Like, there's only positive things I feel like could be obtained from that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <sighs> well, this is... Love it. <laughs> this is... Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I was super kind of, like, on this wavelength. And uh, it just was sick that you just happened to be kind of thinking about this kind of stuff. Because it's just... No, you caught me at a perfect time. I was very much inclined to talk about that. Very stimulating. Yeah. Thank you. Sick. Anyway, um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's um, let's uh, let's talk about like, I don't know, hanging out eventually because I'm very far from you, like three thousand kilometers far. So we should sort out maybe a visit. But uh, for now, I gotta just take a quick. Uh, like I said, I just came in from like a big kind of hike and like a yeah, day, like I'm very sweaty and so i'm just gonna take a shower and probably have another glass of wine and maybe go to bed hey i'm gonna have another glass of wine myself did not go on a huge hike however like, i did take a break i went to casino rama <laughs> i saw you yo believe it or not so okay the craft table is busy there yes. and i was like oh man so i went over the electronics craft table i'm like this is dumb but whatever i'll play and I played for, I put in 20 bucks. And then I, I did the thing we do where we're like, you know, it's a, it's a $5 minimum on the electronic crap stick. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. So I did the thing where I put a dollar on the hard ways and I would just parlay if I won. So I um, hit a hard 10, I parlayed. And then it was, I, I put up the $10. And I was like, great, okay. And then it hit again. And I was like, perfect. It's for 80 bucks. And I was like, hmm, $80. I was like, what if I put my ten dollar bet to a twenty dollar bet now? Put a twenty dollar bet, and guess what? That hit too. <laughs> so I was like once uh, it was like one sixty off that. So I was like, great, Bound. done. I was like, my whole retreat's paid for. <laughs> retreat. That's so ballsy. Let that be a metaphor for life. <laughs> okay, sick. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Th- I was th- you know, I kind of crossed my mind to go to a casino somewhere here too, but. I don't know. I guess, you know, you're on. Maybe I will go. Maybe I'll go. Just roll some dice just to get. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Anyway. Um, cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, this definitely just felt like a normal conversation. Definitely. This was much better. <laughs> uh, um, if anyone happens to be listening, which I frankly don't think either of us like care at all. It's definitely not what this is. I think. Yeah. Like we, we both kind of, if this is just being an archive of our collective thoughts, thing, like, I want, this will be very valuable for us. I want to listen to this later and be like, oh yeah, we used to have like some fucking good talks or whatever. You know, so uh, yeah, I just, I don't think either of us like is very good at journaling. seems like you're kind of exploring it, but definitely it's usually when we're just like having a chat that I kind of find myself like attuned to this type of shit. So yeah, if anybody uh, just happened to listen to this, and if you happen to listen to all forty fucking three minutes of it, um, it'd be cool if you, you know, if you, if there's anyone in your life that you're like, yo, this person kind of, we were talking about that too, or like this kind of funny, like, oh my god, my cousin, like we talk about this shit over drinks, um, like it'd be sweet if you shared it. Like, we're never gonna promote this in any way. So, if anybody, uh, anybody... yeah, and even like if you don't want to make it public, just message us individually, and if there's something that you agree or disagree with. Or want to add? Let me know. I'm actually, I'm just, I'm genuinely just curious about what your thoughts are about all this. Yeah, I guess, yeah, it'd be cool if, like, not just you and me always, like, just talk about stuff like this. I'd love to hear. Yeah. Literally, like, everyone just, like, in my life every day. Like, who else thinks about this shit? And, like, do you think about this shit? Yeah. And, like, 
do we just sound really dumb? And you're just like, actually, like, that's especially what I want to hear. So, yeah. Sometimes I don't know. Like, it's like, I'm like, my thoughts are my own. I don't, I'm not able to look into other people's thoughts. True. So this is like my regular day. This is, my, this is what I think about on a daily basis most of the time. Right. So right. is this, is this like bizarre? Is this weird? I don't know. Like, <laughs> What is you tell me? <laughs> Leave a comment, I guess. <laughs> Leave a comment. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, you know, it just it feels right to just say uh, that my name is Chris Kowalski. And my name is Rob Herkel. And that was a really good conversation with my cousin. Yep. That's it. That as simple as that. Cool. Okay. I'll talk okay. to you. Later, well, uh, well, thanks for calling me and uh, love the chat. Cool. Okay. Bye. All right. Okay. See you, dude.